morning, y'all. Um, so in today's episode, it's a little bit different from our regular episodes. Um, I do want to let you know ahead of time, it's a bit of a content warning and a trigger warning. Uh, there's going to be some heavy uh, grief and some heavy uh, dis uh, fights, um, but uh, there is some self-harm involved and uh, there is some very... Uh, th there's a lot of self-blame. So take care of yourself. Uh, we will do our very best to um, we, we will do our best to get some timestamps below uh, that talks about some of the more obvious ones. Um, but always remember that you are loved. You are appreciated. We want you here. We love having you as uh, our audience. And um, if you need someone, you know, reach out to, uh, there's uh, a couple of uh, helplines. Um, we uh, are, we're on your side. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 12 of your Average Adventuring Show. Uh, tonight, we are going to basically do some debrief and decompressing for these characters. We'll see what happens. So uh, Amelie is going to talk about our charity. And then Ari, who is down there for me, uh, is going to give you the recap. I'm going to eat a little bit, and then we will start the playing. Uh, so our charity this month is the Mercury Phoenix Trust. It is a worldwide organization that helps uh, get money to um, smaller groups that help fund uh, treatment and a cure for AIDS. Um, it is out of uh, Freddie Mercury, and uh, what we really like about this is, yes, it is uh, it is a little bit bigger, um, but it's it, it's worldwide. But what they're doing is they're putting this, uh, this these funds into local groups all over the world uh, for people who are uh, more affected areas that are more affected by AIDS than the United States. Uh, so last time, well, two times ago, Robin had a real funky dream. So last time opened up with uh, her waking from that dream and deciding, you know what, the best person to talk about that with is uh, definitely going to be Jack. Uh, they chatted it up, decided we should probably hightail it out of here, preferably um, without Sarah. Got some weird dream warnings there. So we all very quietly peaced out, left Sarah sleeping, hopefully, you know, some mutant wolf didn't get him in his sleep. Uh, we don't know. There were hijinks along the way, as you do. Lots of failed wisdom saves. Shockingly, not the wisest bunch. Uh, we soldiered on pretty okay. And uh, at some point, we saw some spectral smoke coming at us which then revealed everyone's worst fear, which is still secret for the most part. Who knows? Maybe one day we'll find out. Uh, and then everyone's second worst fear was revealed, which is a troll, because no one likes to fight a troll without fire. So that went poorly. Uh, Jack was, I think, the only one to succeed on her, her save against fear. And everyone else bolted while Jack, you know, did the soldier thing and held the rear. And then she went down. And uh, slowly but surely, we made our way back to help. 
sometimes less helpful than others. Um, the troll spoke common, which was a real shocker for pretty much everyone, telling us to walk away before it in turn started to walk away. Robin didn't really like that and decided, you know what, that thing should go down. And uh, here's the thing about trolls, they don't, they don't die with just any kind of damage. So that took that fight to a whole nother level. Uh, we finally managed to get away from it. It, uh, it, we burned it, I think. We actually managed to set it on fire and take it down. Uh, and then there were some shovel talks with, uh, with Robin about not putting the, uh, group in danger. My page won't turn. There we go. <laughs> um, uh, but I think before the, the smoke and everything disappeared, a, uh, real fun squid head showed up and said, I've spared you today. That won't happen again. And, uh, that was threatening, and we are concerned. Do we head back to town, or do we head back, or do we head to the third portal to deal with that? Find out tonight? And that's where we pick up. <laughs> Sorry, that's where we pick up. Yes, Pardon me. Uh, I would just like to point out that I noted, both in this recap and in the OOC, which I do go back and watch, that it was neglected that Robin technically didn't flee because Pan ran up to uh, to protect Jack. So yes, Robin was cowering in Pan, but but Jack was but not Pan's alone. Great. Pan was there <laughs> kicking some troll behind and Robin healed Jack and saved her life. That's gonna come up. So I think it needs to be noted that is gonna come up. Okay. Okay. Let's not forget. Happened now is you guys have continued your walk out of the woods, getting away from this. That sort of strange buzzing in the back of your heads has kind of stopped. And I will let you guys choose how much longer you want to walk until you guys feel that you are safe to either stop and rest because you have not had a full night's rest. And then if you want to, or if you want to do a short rest and use your hit die, we can do that. And then during the short rest, if you guys just want to sit, have a snack, and then decompress, or you guys want to do a long rest, it's up to you. About where are we roughly in 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 the forest in in the tree line? Oh my god, where's the town? Yeah. In relation the to town, the town, the town is south east. No, Sarah, I forgot how directions work. Southeast of where you are, um, and you're just like the you can see where the tree line breaks. So you can see where the tree line starts going, you know, it's yeah. not like all of a sudden it's like trees, then flat land, but you can see where the trees start getting smaller and like dissipate. So we're about like, what, an hour from town? I would say two to three hours. Two to three hours. Okay. Um, Jack uh, encourages everyone to take like a small, like not, not even a short rest, just like literally you're resting your feet and and eating uh, some rations and uh, go and asks to ch chat with Finn. <clears throat> you're um, still holding me, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I am still on your shoulder. 
<laughs> Just hey, like uh, Aster, limp. Aster, um, I know this has been hard. I'm gonna put you down for just a moment. If you are up for walking afterwards, you can walk. If you're not, I'll carry you again. Eh. Cool. Um, <laughs> Whistler, Whistler will just come up and be like, "Come here." <laughs> Jack isn't that graceful. So, like, when she takes her off, uh, when she takes Aster off of her shoulder. It kind of accidentally flops. Uh, she kind of flops into Whistler's arms. This is fine. <laughs> hey, Finn. Finn, we gotta talk. Okay. Um. I assume we walk away from the group a good. So before you guys have your talk, I want to. I would like to know, as the DM, are you guys choosing to take a short rest? Are you guys going to take a 30-minute rest, roll hit dice, and try to get some hit points back? Or no? Because I need to know I mechanically. Think, I think so. Okay. Yeah. So, so you've got like about 30, short rest about 30 minutes. So everybody else, as long as you're not like chopping wood and all that stuff, you can just sit and like drink water. And, if you, and so we'll have um, Jack and Finn talk. And if anybody else wants to have any conversation, so like if Bostet and Whistler and Aster and Robin want to have any we will do that after. So, Ben and Jack, take it away. Ben, we... Whatever that was, we can't be this disorganized. I, I, I agree. We... We... We cannot keep attacking differently without communicating and having having those who do not understand how to read a situation how to look at a battlefield and know know when to walk away know know when to hold them um <laughs> how, how are no you doing way. by the way hmm I will be fine. This is clearly a lie, by the way. <laughs> I'm not even going to make you roll for it. <laughs> Sarah, make her roll for it. <laughs> um, Jack just kind of like raises an eyebrow. And is like, are you... You know what? Never mind. Are you okay? I was very worried about you. I... I could not get to you, and you were, you were trying to fight by yourself, and I, I could not get to you. I rubbed some dirt on it. Do you need me to spit on it? <laughs> well, I mean, I've got, I've got this, this one. It, it, it burns. <laughs> like it was, ugh, it was not fun. I am I am concerned about this because we are we are we are not I don't we know that we are ready. Down. I think as much as I originally said that I think that we should not stop in town, I think you are right. I think we need to go back to town. We need to tell the protectorate what's going on. And 
We need to drop off the non-soldiers. Do you think that we should leave... We should leave Robin? And maybe Aster? I... Yes. No, this is, um... This is a good plan because we, I don't, I, I, and at that point, she's just staring at the ground and cannot, like, seems to have just stopped being able to communicate. Finn, what yeah. happened back there? I... I do not know. It was... Everything was was going mad. Everybody was saying things like, we're going the wrong way, which we weren't. And, and when Robin tried to attack me for no reason, and I am trying to lead everybody, and I am very worried. And then suddenly... I... I see something behind us and it is a thing I do not understand what, what I am seeing. I should not be seeing this thing. I don't, I cannot understand why, why he is there. And I just think I've got to get away and I went away and I don't understand. Then I, I, I got, I got away, and then I didn't understand why I was away. And when wait, I... Wait, wait. Were you scared of the troll? But this is what I am saying. When I look, it is not a troll. It was not a troll until I came back. We definitely need to go to town. Yes, because something is in our heads. And I don't... I can fight something. I can fight something that is standing in front of me. I can fight something. I don't know how to fight a thing that is in my head. I agree. And I don't know if this thing is real. If this thing I see is real. If this thing I see is because of the Alhun, and I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do. But I think that the only thing we can do is to, we can't let him win. So we have to go and we have to fight. But we can't take people who may put us in more danger. I'll I'll talk to Aster if you talk to Robin. You don't want to be the one to talk to Robin? I thought Robin and you, you know, your horns meet. <laughs> I I don't know what to say to them right now. I 
I... It, I don't know what to say. I understand. I Aster, will... Aster, I can, Aster's scared. I can, I can do that. That I am less comfortable with, so I will, I will talk to Robin for you. Okay. Thank you. Should we go now, or okay. should we sit here and eat a little something? <laughs> I want to get going, but you know that you know how well this group takes orders. Let's give them let's give them a little a little time and and then we go talk to them and then we just sit here. I'm going to just reach in my pack and grab basically the minotaur version of whey bread which clearly is caffeinated. Um four of you I've that got, are... yeah, I've got some some rations that I've got that I just jerky. <laughs> Um, so, Bostet, Aster, uh, Robin, Whistler, what are you guys doing as uh, Finland and Jack have walked maybe 20, 30 feet off to talk? What are the rest of you guys doing? Just kind of sitting down again, like any yeah, conversations just, you guys want to have? No, just resting, like probably thinking in my mind, like what was that? Because obviously we all saw something different. Um, I didn't get up close, but it might have looked like something else to me. Um, so I'm trying to think back on why was I seeing what I was seeing and um, thinking about how I want to talk to the others later in a safer spot about what they saw. Okay. Uh, Robin, did you have something that you would like to say? I will check if anyone else needs a heal because I have a couple more spell slots, believe it or not. And if not, then uh, what I was doing is repairing Pan, who didn't actually take any damage, but I assume probably got dirty and scratched up and I like to keep I like to keep Pan looking nice. So uh, I checked if the party needed a heal, and if not, then I worked on making Pan look sick. are taking your short rest, so this would be the time to roll your hit dice if you have any, which you guys haven't used any of your hit dice, so you would have five. So you can you can roll any number of those hit die, and then uh, each time you roll, you add your Constitution modifier, and that's how many. That's your body's natural healing. So if you don't want to waste any spells, if you don't use any spell slots, you could just use your hit die. That's what they're for. Uh, uh, hashtag humble brag didn't take any damage. Um, <laughs> you hadn't had a long rest. You hadn't had a long rest. You're not the only one. <laughs> you hadn't had a long rest, but none of you have used your hit die in like the entire time you guys like yeah. known each other so you, there's you all have your five hit die at this point because you're level five now um aster and whistler would you like are you guys gonna talk or are you just gonna sit there near each other yeah um whistler's gonna try and um just pretty much trying to check in with aster it's it's very like a handful of probably utterly random phrases mm -hmm. that they like Aster probably knows that there are various shorthands that Whistler uses for like, are you okay? Can I do anything? That are nothing to do with are you okay? Can I do anything? Um 
Aster isn't gonna say anything. They're just gonna like uh, shake their head and kind of just like look at. They're gonna like play, <laughs> play in like the dirt with a stick and like draw stuff on the ground with the stick. That's concerning. <laughs> they're just like, eh. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm mm -hmm. Uh, Whistler, not very bright. Really, just loves small shiny things and you know, pops of color and stuff and. I feel like she and Aster have bonded over things like that in the past, so she's just gonna pull out a stick of incense and light it and just kind of stick it in the ground. Like, push dirt up around it to hold it up and be like... <laughs> it's very... What, what? It's kind of like, do you feel better now? Uh, yeah, what is the scent of the incense? Is this like a classic, <laughs> like, patchouli style? Are we going jasmine or... Ooh. You know... <laughs> I personally cannot stand patchouli. You know what? Let's let's make it like I don't know. What's the worst bathroom? Oh, I, I was gonna say, like, I randomly have like a pack of pineapple vanilla, <laughs> like at, like actually at home. I have lemongrass and lavender at home. Oh, see, those are much better. Uh, yeah, let's do like pineapple and myrrh. I feel like those would just be so good together. <laughs> Esther, it's Esther like looks, Christmas. Esther looks at it in Hawaii, and then looks looks up at Whistler. Is like, it's an honest try. <laughs> I kind of like thumbs up, but like with a questioning look of like Esther. Esther does the thumbs that up. That wasn't you okay. Tried, you tried ass. You tried Whistler. Whistler internally is like, I know I tried, but did it work? I, I don't understand. I appreciate the thought. Okay. <laughs> kind of put an arm around her. I'm gonna make the sound of uh, their their perfume. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> and just put an arm around them. Okay. Uh, so um, you guys all have your long uh, short rest. So any abilities that you would get back in a short rest, like bardic inspiration or any of that stuff, Didn't uh, you. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> I did nothing, so... Okay, well, here we go. Um, hit die if you want to roll them. Go ahead and do that. And then uh, you guys, uh, at the end of, like, the 30 minutes, Jack and Finland walk back to the group as kind of, like, these, the, to symbolize, like, it's over. So Jack and Finland, you guys come back to the other four. Um, I think Finn is just going to, quietly, without any words just sort of go back to the front of the group and just keep walking like no words just sort of being extra wary a little head swivelly uh but very quiet no minotaur marching songs this time uh jack approaches aster and uh just says upsies well i'm i'm good <laughs> okay uh, offers a hand down to help pull you up. I, I take it, then I get up, and I wipe my booty off of all the dirt. <laughs> uh, also offers, uh, since Whistler is nearby, also offers a hand to Whistler. I just caw. It's like a grateful caw. <laughs> and I take your hand. And I guess I am just carrying a stick of incense with us now. Are you using it like a sensor? Like, <laughs> I know, I was yes. thinking like just or like smudge, like with sage. You're just like 
as just, you walk. Oh, I just think of it like the sparklers, like little kids okay. with sparklers, where they're like, yeah! Much more like a child <laughs> with sparklers. Yeah. Occasionally, I mean, cleansing. This is not Native American, so it would be a smoke cleansing, not a smudge, but yes. Yeah. Red. Yes. Um, I want to know if we have to roll constitution versus pineapple and myrrh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. This, I will say, like, as you guys are walking, you're like, it's not like the worst smell technically, because you've smelled rotting flesh before. Right. But you're like, it's just odd. It's something you don't think you would expect to smell in the forest. Like, right now. Yeah, like, I'm walking. I got a 20. Did that mean I love it so much? I'm just going to go it's ahead. invigorating and... me. I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> Kenku just smell things differently. Just like mom used to make. <laughs> Robin's allergies are acting up, so they can't actually smell it. <laughs> but I, I, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> um, Robin will be a, a top pan sketching, whittling, like art therapy. Um, so I think Head the plan down, is working that we'll pan following. We'll have the talk when we actually kind of get to town. That's my plan. Like the edge of town. Okay. So is anybody saying anything else? Or are you guys just all walking basically in silence? I think it's, I, yeah. Okay. He's heavy. I, I think we can I, all read the room. I was saying say, Aster's no. gonna try it. Because I'm pretty sure Aster's instrument got all fucked up. So Aster's gonna like try and like start tuning it while we're walking for sure. Uh, Whistling that is absolutely gonna just start up one of the Minotaur marching songs that they've been singing because can read the room, but does she? That's the question. She can, but does she care? <laughs> she cares. She um, just doesn't. So I clearly notice it right away. I will say that. If Robin notices that Aster's instrument is broken, Robin will offer to try to help fix it because Robin did grow up in a family of bards and has all these tools and can fix things. So if it seems that Aster's instrument is actually broken, Robin would uh, offer to try to repair it. Oh, it's just out of tune. <laughs> it just takes a little bit of the, the, the turning also of the dials. It. I can too. Aster can too. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, maybe after Sadiva, after she's used to having the sound people, you know, <laughs> like roadies. So you guys take the two to three hour trek, really, and then you're out of the woods, literally out of the woods, kind of walking through the more open plain area. And then the town of Rendonhurst comes up on the horizon. Uh, for some of you, that means home. Like, literal home, Whistler. This is where you are from. This is where you've grown up. Um, for some of you, it's your temporary home. Like uh, Robin and Aster, uh, who have been here for a few years. For some of you, you've just arrived. But no matter what it means, it's respite. It's safe. There are people. There's food. There's drink. There's a warm bed and a bath. In whatever place, it's if it's at the art collective, if it's at a tavern, if it's at the temple, if it's at the firehouse, fire brigade, whatever it is, the town of Rendonhurst awaits. 
it is at this point maybe two or three o'clock in the morning. Sorry, imagine so why don't we all very quiet. go home, go to bed, and meet back in the morning? Um, actually, um, I'll I'll walk with you a bit. Um, back to the collective. Cool. I sort of look over at Jack and just sort of that kind of shruggy nod thing. Um. Um, uh, Master, do you, uh, are you sure you don't want me to walk you home? I can protect you. I, no, I think that we have proven quite effectively that um, I can hold my own um, and I will protect you. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I did pretty good back there. It's I could protect you. Your little Who's gonna protect Jack? Your little hey, cloth wipes. Very cute. Thank you. Just let Finn take you. Are you okay? We'll talk about it later. Uh, Jack okay. is going to go with Aster because I think Aster needs someone right now. <clears throat> yeah. I don't think Astro's gonna be coming with us anymore. Astro seems really out of it. Yes, it was, I think, um, maybe a wake-up call for Astro. Maybe. I like Astro very much. Um, Astro, I... Have y'all already started walking away? Yeah, I'm gonna assume we're walking. Um, I... I enjoy going to Aster shows, but you know, this is something, this is different than all of the, the glitz and the glamour and, um, you know, the safe place in a, in a, in cream, you know, it's, this uh -huh. is dangerous and it might not be for everybody. Um, not everybody is trained, you know, not everybody is a paladin, not everybody is a fighter, not everybody knows how to wield a sword, knows what to do in battle. Do you understand this <clears throat> awkward question? Yeah, it's crazy. Like before, before I hung out with you guys, I never would have imagined myself out there like fighting, but now that I'm doing it, it's, it's incredible. Like, yes, I also cannot like, imagine healing people. Yes. Right. It's crazy. But like when it came down to it and that troll was there, like I was able to really help. Like Pan was attacking that troll. I was, I saved Jack. Like I've never felt so alive. Like maybe there's something else for me in this world besides. Okay. This. Okay. I mean, I've been thinking. Can I tell you something as a person who's grown up with soldiers? Of course you can tell me anything, Ben. I think you're amazing. <clears throat> so when the first time you ever get into a fight and it is intense, right? There is a lot of um, um, almost joy out of the, f the frightened feelings that you get, right? This, this rush. And it can feel amazing. And you forget, you forget about the afraid feelings and you forget that you are very much in real danger. Yes? Do you follow? This is 
Do you understand? Yes. Yeah. And the yeah, it's, it's so great. Soldiers, I was there, you know. Right. So the reason that soldiers train, right, before we always practicing, always on the practice grounds, always practicing with each other, always practicing against each other, is because then, when you are in danger for real, you will you will not have to think about the right thing to do, the smart thing to do, the safe thing to do the the way to watch the other soldiers on the field you will instinctively know the right moves to make but a person who has not trained every day they can get in the way and put everybody else on the battlefield in danger Yeah, I've got a lot to learn. I'm I'm really lucky. I know you, so you can help me and teach me. I think like... that yes, I think Jack Jack and I would be very happy to teach you after this is over. But right now, Jack is worried for you. Jack is worried that you you will get hurt or you will get someone hurt. Uh uh, no disrespect, but I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who saved Jack. Jack was the one who got hurt, and not because of me. Because Jack went up against the troll when really she wasn't ready. But Pan and I helped. I healed her from death while you ran away, I think, is what happened. So, I'm, so I'll point out, like, I, you can you're a little see, confused. physically, you see Fen get real like there's a sort of mm, like two things kind of happen at once because you see that the the mention of her leaving and not being there with jack like hurts her like it's all over her face but then almost instantly she's standing up straighter and her face looks angry right like it's like the first emotion happened in a split second and then it's just replaced with this what big angry cow energy right yeah. um, um do you, i don't want to hurt your your feelings okay you I don't do hurt not hurt feelings. my feelings but you do not listen it is very important because this is very dangerous work that people who have who have been trained are the ones who do this because we know just because you are lucky in first battle does not mean that you will be lucky again and and jack is right jack jack sees that this could be dangerous to everybody if we have people with us who might who might get in the way if jack is worried about you and not focused on an enemy then that hurts Jack. Look, I understand that you feel bad that you weren't able to be there. I understand that you are feeling bad that you weren't the one protecting Jack, and I know you guys are best friends, and I'm not trying to get in the way of that. I was the one that killed you. Yes. Were you? All by yourself? Well, I'm pretty sure that my construct is what damaged that troll over and over again. My construct is what stood between 
Jack and the troll and my healing is what saved her. So don't try to act like I didn't do anything. Like you're better than me because you're bigger than me. You think I'm this little pathetic, weak creature. Like I'm powerful too. And maybe I don't have your training. Okay. But I was able to do it. I wasn't curled up in a corner crying. I wasn't running away. And I don't think that you just get to tell me what to do. Okay. She needs me. I want to protect her. Okay. I know you know her longer. You love her more because you've had her in your life, but I care about her too. And I really think I can help. Like I saved her. I'm at this point as you get a, that, that minotaur huff sound that Fed makes when she's just frustrated with everything. And she says, fine. You want to be there, you stay in the back, but you should know I'm, I came here because Jack wanted me to tell you this. And then I just walk off. But she can tell me herself. She can tell me herself. You can keep yelling. What am I going to do? <laughs> Fine. I'm going to go to bed now. And then tomorrow I'm going to kick ass and save your ass too. And save all your asses. Okay. So Finland is walking back to the brigade. <clears throat> Robin is going into the art collective. Aster and um, Jack. Jack, you are walking Aster to Cream. What is the conversation you are having? Hey. So that was... Whistler, are you with us? I was gonna say, because there was a small mention at the beginning of um, Jack was gonna walk with Aster. I, I feel like, because I know the, uh, the temple is like, way far on the other side of town. So I feel like that would have made Worcester kind of like... Well, I will, well, actually, the way you guys are coming, where you come into town, the first building you see is the Temple of Melora. The okay. Temple of the Raven Queen is not that further south than that. You guys are coming in from the northwest, northwest corner of town. Cream is like the east part of town, and the Temple of Melora and the Temple of, uh, of the Raven Queen are on the west side of town. So you would actually pass by those earlier than going by cream okay so it's more the like oh my bus stop is before everyone else's <laughs> i don't i don't know if i want to get off the bus um but i think she kind of just stops and looks between jack and uh aster and i mean it's not super smart but she's a little bit insightful sometimes so i think she's just trying to catch aster's eye in a is this okay way or do you want me to come with you like not saying anything just trying to like look at my eyes understand what i'm saying i wish i was psychic um or that, that inquisitive chirp that you sometimes get that burn yes. sometimes get uh i'm gonna i'm gonna burn my last level spell slot and do sending to whistler oh. and basically say like it's gonna be okay i'll see you tomorrow probably Okay, but BT just love Aster. BT dubs love Aster, yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to text speak, but I really like talking. Just yell really loud if you need me. <laughs> and then Aster's gonna be like, "Yeah," while walking away, like going like to whistle. Okay, I'm getting <laughs> off at my bus stop. Goodbye. 
Uh, Bostet, are you going to the Temple of Melora to stay there, or are you going to go to the tavern to stay there? I'm going to the tavern. Yeah, okay, so I, you know, I see everybody partying, and I'm just like, okay, I'm still like in my own thoughts and heading straight to my bed because I know right now that's the place that I can maybe, you know, break down my thoughts. And uh, I'll figure out, you know, I'll show up to Cream tomorrow or somewhere, find somebody. But at this point, I'm just like, one focus is sleep and debriefing myself. All right, so uh, Jack and Aster, you continue your walk to Cream. Um, so I, 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 I don't know if I'm wrong or anything, but seems like that was a little little over the top for you uh i don't know i mean i'm very over the top gotta be more specific oh i'm i'm sorry <laughs> i meant i meant that the that the experience was overwhelming yes it was you you doing okay I'll be fine once I can, if I um, have to, I'm going to probably not join you guys tomorrow. Oh! Oh, uh, I mean, um... Oh, so sad. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what just happened. It's like, oh, oh, so sad. <laughs> like, yeah, no, what, what, what just happened is Jack was like, Oh, preparing for like really tough talk and then like just balloon deflated. Yeah. Like, the wind is totally out of Jack's sails right now. Yeah. Like Jack was prepared and then you just like Jack was Jack kind of heard yelling between Finn and Robin and was prepared for that. And then didn't that didn't know. Um you know that We'll miss you, but you do need to stay safe. And oh, I'm not I, staying I support here. You. <laughs> what? What do you mean? What I saw um, earlier with that whole thing. There's things I need to check on now. It, forgive me. You you didn't did you saw the troll, right? No. Okay. I never I never saw any troll until there was oh. fire. I'm Can will you tell me what you saw? No. Okay. I I respect that. Um but we're we are going to be gathering at cream for breakfast before leaving. So, I mean, that's if you, it's the yeah. place to be. <laughs> if you want to like wish us luck or anything, we'll we'd appreciate it. Of course. Uh, I mean, I bet Whistler could use another song. <laughs> yeah. And hey, you've done good out there. I tried. I basically cheated. I basically got some of you guys to cheat 
in some of your activities. We're basically I, we're basically cheaters at the summer swell. I disagree. <laughs> you know, at the bar, I, the bardic I mean, inspirations. I, I mean, yes. I lost. Yeah. <laughs> some of you had the bardic inspiration. It's fine. Well, appreciate you, and uh, you want a hug before I go? Sure. Why not? <laughs> Big ol' like Jack doesn't know her own strength. Yeah. And like does a big old bear hug. Like trying to be gentle. Yeah. It's fine. Really tall is spindly. <laughs> um, anybody have anything they would like to say before you have your long rest? Because everybody will get okay, yes, Robin, go. Yes. Does Jack still have the sending stone? No. You guys gave it to Zareth. <laughs> That's right. Too bad I can't have a you up, you know. <laughs> um, um, uh, I'm gonna. Oh, go on. I had one question. Is there anybody? Is there anybody that I know in Rindenhurst that could open portals? The best bet would be ask somebody at the um, at for Emerald Protectors or somebody at the the college, the Nature Walkers yeah. Lodge. Okay. You would know. You don't know say if you know anybody that can do that, but those would be the two places for you to look. Okay. And Finland, you said you wanted to do something. Oh uh, yeah. So Finn is not immediately going back to the fire brigade, her little okay. apartment in the fire brigade house. Um, she's headed to the, um, like where the market stalls generally it's, set uh, up. Brambleberry like, Park. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Brambleberry Park, because that's where she goes every morning to sort of do her calisthenics and stuff like that, right? Um, and she heads there. Um, it's, you know, it's in front. I know that, like, it's right in front of, like, the fire station. Okay, yeah. And all that, but, it is um, sort of, this, it's like the center of the Yeah, it's right yeah. there in the middle. Um, and she's... Are, can I ask this? Like, what's there when the market's not there? Are there like the stall? Um, no, those like are, th there's no stall that is because it's not always used for a market. Otherwise, it's just a park. So there okay. are benches, there are some trees, uh, there's like a picnic table or two. There's no like standard, like standing playground or anything like that. Right. You can see where kids have played ball games and stuff. Like, we'll set up like a little, basically like a kickball or like a soccer or okay. whatever. Okay, then I think that. the first so thing So it's just like trees and stuff like that. Yeah. The first thing she's going to do is like when she walks by, she sees this, you know, the, you know, sad little sheep's bladder ball that's been being played with. And she picks it up and just, oh, and throws it just angry picks up the equivalent of baseball bat and is just starts going to town on the picnic table and just yelling. Make uh, a strength check. Oh, okay. Poor table. <laughs> table. Um, oh, that is the wrong die. Hold on. <laughs> you live today, table. Uh, 15. <laughs> 13. Were you, you going to say something, uh, Jack? Um, I was just going to say, uh, I was going to ask, like, is, the, is this before Jack gets back to the fire brigade building? Is it after? Is it 
just I would as... say you're already at the fire brigade building because you had a shorter walk than, okay. than Finley did. Can you I had say a shorter that the room faces the park and I see all of this? You would have to make an uh, you would have to make an active perception check to see this. Okay. Because otherwise you'd just be in your room not trying to observe this. I'm uh, also go ahead, go ahead and go with the table. Go, talk about the table, and I'm going to make this check. Okay. So, um, so it is a picnic table with the attached benches, and you don't actually hurt the table itself. But one of the attached benches does like one of that's like that's like three boards that's like cramped. Right. I mean, it's a very rustic thing. Two of the boards <clears throat> split in two. Uh, what did you roll, Jack? Nine. Yeah, you don't see this. Yeah. Um. I'm just going to keep having a massive bull freak out. Um, like, at Finland is, at this point, so angry at not being the one to help Jack. Um, not understanding why, what it was that kept her from being there. Um, and the fact that you know, she told Jack that she was going to tell, go get, make sure that Robin didn't come with them. You know, so Robin wasn't going to be in danger or be in her foot or whatever. And like Finland's having this, I literally can do nothing right moment. Like that place where we all are. Um, and she's just going to, I think she's maybe even flip the bench, like punch some trees. It's just how to freak out. And at some point in all of that yelling and kicking and flipping things, uh, she started crying and she's not a crier. And she's sort of now realizing that she's crying and adding to it because now it's like, I can't even properly be like a tough soldier. I'm now just sobbing. Um, and I think at that point, it just, everything in her body gives out and she's just slumped, she just slumps down against a tree and is just crying, just like make knees. A, oh, Finland, knees make out. a perception check with disadvantage. Uh-oh, that's never good. What? What? Is it? Okay. Who's rolling? Sorry, me. You, Finland. Yeah, perception check with you. disadvantage. All right. With disadvantage. Oh, fan. Damn, because that was a nat 20. <laughs> and that was a two. <laughs> so oh, I, no. I, I will tell you, I did roll. Um, this is one of my the die that my friend Alice got me for Christmas. Um, and if you roll a natural oh, one, please. it says fuck me. And if you roll a natural 20, it says fuck you. <laughs> and uh, duck, quack. And quack. I rolled the duck you. Um, so. You are slumped on this tree, and you hear from behind you, and you're kind of startled a little bit. You hear, did you get it all out there, lass? Is it my boss? It's Everd, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, <clears throat> I mean, she's going to stand up, like, pretend that whole, like, pretend it just did not happen, right? Um, um, no, I'm, uh. I'm, I am fine. I am, uh, you know, I am just, I'm just tired. Uh, <laughs> you know. Um, Some kind of tired I, there to be breaking, uh, city property. Oh, uh, I, um, 
Yeah, I will fix that. I'll, um, yes, I'll fix it right now. I am so, I am. No, and he goes, you'll fix it tomorrow. Come into the building. Let's go. And he's a dwarf, so even yeah. you kind of slumped over. But he offers you one of his thick forearms. Like, he's just a big, like, a little, you know, four-foot-tall I feel like that is, it was such, like, it's such a shadow of Papu moment for mm -hmm. Finland, though, that it's just, she lets everything just sort of wash over her and just kind of disappears into herself. And it's just everything in the world is his arm right now. And he holds it out for you to help you up. Uh, I grab it and just let him lead he, me. He, lasts, he goes, let's go. And he just kind of like walks behind you, kind of pats you on the back real quick and walks you into the fire brigade. And he goes, and where do you go when you enter the fire brigade? Where are you planning on going? Um, it's like um, the little apartment is like on the third. It's like in the attic, okay. part of the attic space. So as you start walking, because this is we're going to basically say this is like a firehouse. As you start walking towards the little apartment, he goes, ah, where are you going? I was going to take a shower. Um, Before you do that, follow me. Come with me. And he heads to the, the, the group kitchen. Yeah. He goes over very quietly, doesn't ask any questions. You see him pump some water, put some of that water in a kettle, lights a fire, puts the kettle on the stove. And uh, he pulls down two mugs. And he goes, all right, what it'll be? Tea? Coco? Coco. And you see him pull it on ten, two heaps in each mug. And he just sits there, waiting for the kettle to boil. Um, he's sitting across the table from you. He's not saying anything. But he's just sitting there, letting you think. And if you want to talk, you can talk. Just the two of you are just breathing and you notice that what he's doing is your breathing was very erratic and you had that hiccupy crying mm -hmm. sobbing angry breathing and he kind of had his breathing sped up a little bit and then he starts slowing his breathing down and you start matching that breath with of his he is sort of trying to subconsciously get you to slow your breathing down you hear the I can't whistle very well of the kettle kettle going he gets up pours the hot water into each mug puts a spoon in one puts a mug down in front of you puts a mug down in front of himself and just stirs the cocoa in and he just starts drinking his cocoa and he goes and he just says you don't have to tell me what it was that made you that angry but don't hold it in. You got to tell somebody. And he just starts sipping his cocoa. I'll be it that was, person for you if you need me. It was a very bad day. And he kind of chuckles and goes, I have had those before. I think that today was Except for the day that I lost my family, today was the worst day. I... Since I was little, I have wanted to be a soldier 
like my papu. And when I came here on my Aza, I wanted to learn to be braver, be faster, be stronger, be smarter, be better. And when my best friend needed me most, I, for no reason, was so scared, I could not get to her. And she almost died. And I saw something. And I don't understand it. And it frightens me. And I can't get it out of my head now. And Papu says that there is no room in your head for fear and fighting. That you cannot be a soldier and think about the battle around you if your fear overtakes the space in your mind. And all I can see in my mind is this image of a thing, of a person, a person I knew and and also of my very best friend standing first came here and I said that the reason that I wanted to help at the fire brigade was because when I was young there was a wildfire and I, I lost my family and I want to help. I want to learn to not be afraid of fire. And I want to, I want to help people stay safe from fire. Yes. So I do not remember much of the night that my village burned. I, it was the middle of the night and my, my mother was there. My brothers were there. I remember my mother just yelling at me to run, to run, to run, to run. And I did, I ran and I ran and I ran until I was out of breath. And I realized that I was, there was no one near me. The fire was nowhere near me, but no one was near me. And I had, I had no idea where I was. Um, and I wandered for a very long time um, before, before the Minotaurs found me. But I've always thought that it was, um, like a kitchen fire, a, an ember or something, it was an accident, it was something like that. But now I see my, my, my oldest brother standing there, consumed by fire, but not consumed by fire, like he is the fire, like there's a, 
like there is a fire being and he and this being are one now and he is telling me that in order to get power he had to kill our clan and that I am now the one thing keeping him from having all the power that he wants because I got away. And I see my brother standing there telling me that he has killed my family and killed my friends and that he is coming for me. And now I see Jack standing there in front of my brother, ready to fight my brother. And I do not understand these things. Is this thing that I see real? Or is this thing in my head twisted? And it ended up being just a troll. Like, just a troll. But that is not what I saw. And by the time my brain saw a troll, Jack was already almost dead. And I could not get to her. And I think now that maybe I should go home. That I am... I am not brave. And I am not... I am not smart enough... To be the kind of soldier that Papu would want me to be. And so today was the worst day because I don't know what happened. So I can't say what went wrong. Are all your friends still alive? Yes. You can be thankful for that. I have a question for you. Yes. Do you think your papu has never been afraid? Papu says he's been afraid, but I just, I cannot see it in my head. Do you think your Papu's not afraid right now? Of me being on Aza? Sit. Let me tell you. Someone who has children. Every time they're out of your sight, doesn't matter how old you are, doesn't matter how old they are. When you can't see them, it's like a piece of your heart's left your body. It's always harder to breathe. But he has raised you. Your family raised you. Those people who took you in and taught you and loved you. They have faith in the trust in everything they have taught you. They may be scared for you, but they trust you. Now, if you want to leave, not gonna make you stay. But let me tell you, everybody that does something like this has had this moment. Every person who starts here in the fire brigade Every time it's a first big fire or the first flood or uh, first time we have to save people from a cave-in. They say, I can't do it. 
They say it's too hard. The ones that are still around, those are the ones who face their fear. They don't run for it. You've told me you're a good runner, and I saw it. I saw it at Summer Swell. You'd run very fast. Which makes you a great messenger for us. But sometimes, lass, you have to stand and you have to face your fear. No matter what you do, you're a soldier, you're a member of the fire brigade. Hell, even if you're like a baker, a brewer, stonemason, all of us have fear inside. Now, I can't tell you anything about magical fire entities or something like that. That's beyond my beyond my knowledge. So that's something if you have to go back home to do some research. But uh, I can tell you if you do leave, we'll miss you. That I see the exact same thing your papu, I'm assuming, sees in you. And that's potential. And that's a strong young lass. Not just strong here. Not in your muscles and how fast you are. But I see your heart. And I see in your... I think you can get through this. And anything that I can do to help you, just let me know. If you need to take a few days off, a week, think, talk to your friends, you do it. You are more important than your duties. I and think... maybe tomorrow, well, technically today, when you wake up and you go into the park, and you go into the park, and you fix that bench, and you think about it, it'll give you some clarity. Yes, sir. I think right now I would like to go have a shower and sleep. Shower and I promise sleep. I will fix the bench in the in the morning oh absolutely yes you will come find me come find somebody we'll get you some wood and some nails and a hammer yes sir he, he stands up he doesn't he doesn't hug you or anything he's kind of he doesn't really look at you but as he's walking off he just does that thing where he puts his hand on your shoulder and just kind of squeezes a little bit and then he walks off and he goes uh, don't forget to rinse out the mugs and like he left his mug on the table <laughs> You are still his subordinate, so he's still gonna like leave that for you to do. I wash the mugs. <laughs> I dry the mugs. I set the mugs next to the sink. <laughs> um, then I'm gonna head upstairs. I have completely forgotten that Jack stays with me. Like that's. Oh, and that's <laughs> gonna be funny because Jack is dissociating in the bath right now. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> um. Jack is in the bathtub and the water has since gone cold and uh, Jack is poking at because like it, between the healing that happened and the rallying that she did and, and all that sort of stuff um, she's, she's back at full health Hello, audio uh, listeners. Uh, trigger warning right now. Uh, mentions of self-harm. Uh, please skip to one hour, nine minutes, and nine seconds to completely bypass all of this. We love you guys so much. Full health. 
uh, physically. Um, but she's it, it, scars are very important to orcs, and she's poking at them in the bath. Uh, and she's and, and um, the the big one actually is the one on her arm because it's part of it, it's from the poison on uh, the arm, the, her sword arm instead of her shield arm. Uh, and so it it le- it didn't leave a cut like it normally does. This one's nasty. Um, this one's more like a burn scar, and she's not used to that. And so uh, she's just kind of actually poking at it, and like it, we're gonna have to put a trigger warning on this episode. CW uh, for yeah, content yeah. warning for for self harm. Yeah. Um, and she's she's not like she's not pulling off the scabs or anything, but uh, she is like finding the edges and seeing where it hurts and kind of pressing into it. Um, she nearly died, and she's back, and she feels fine. And so this these scars and this wound are the only thing that makes this last these last twelve hours real. So about that time, Finland, you come up to your little apartment and Jack is not in there, but the door to the bathroom is closed. All right. Can I hear anything? Like uh, you don't. Uh, unless, water unless, running or... Yeah, no, it's because it, at this point. Yeah. Jack is just sitting in it. I don't know. If uh, but are, your, are your clothes like in the room or anything like you've dropped your weapons and stuff in there? Like, is there any evidence? Is it going to be like, oh, right. Jack's here kind of. Yeah, um, and in fact, normally, uh, my, my, I, I keep everything very tidy and neat, and, because I, I don't want to take up too much of your, of, of your space, um, but, like, you can see every, like, my, my, my shield is by the door, the door, then the sword belt came off next, um, and then, uh, my armor, my, ch- my chest armor is, uh, is even closer, and then, um, the, and then the, my shoes are by the bathroom door, and the bathroom door is closed. My boots, as it were. Jack? Did you fall asleep in the tub? I go, I knock on the door. Oh, uh, Oh, um, uh, uh, occupied. Yes, for how long? Um, give, give me, give me, give me a second. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. I just, um, I wanted to get, uh, um, clean before bed. Are you okay? You're, you got undressed in a hurry. Do we keep the towels in the room or in the bathroom? I assume bathroom. Okay. Uh, so I... I don't know. I, I'm like the most bachelor bachelorette, so they could be anywhere. <laughs> and be I will say, this is not what one would call a luxurious tub. No, it's like very the, deep. <laughs> it's a bath. The, the tub is one of those old school, like, what you always imagine that you see, like, like a, a hazy, like, like a barrel tub. <laughs> And like the other, that's what's in the washroom. It's like there is a cabinet that's got a bowl on top for like make being the sink. There is a pot underneath that that you pull out 
and then there is a tub that gets full with filled with water. It's about it's a closet. It's literally a water closet. Like it is very very small. You hear a great slosh, and uh, a little bit of water actually comes out from the bathroom under the door. Um, and I I grab a towel and I I'm just I'm toweling off and uh, grab my clothes that no, were. No, it is an elf-sized towel. <laughs> and uh, um, I'm like, oh, 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 and I, it, you go ahead and open the door. Yeah, I'm like kind of pee. I assume because it's so small, the door's got to open out, right? Yeah, and you see. Jack, like, trying to keep the towel up on her, while at the same time, like, trying, like, mop up some of the water with her dirty clothes. Oh, Jack, Jack, no, stop, this is, this is fine, it's okay, come, just, do I, do I notice your face yet, I guess? Uh, I mean, like, my, yeah, my... My my face is completely wet. Like I I I I'd splashed water all over me. I feel like do you think do you think it would be obvious to Fenlin that you've been checked out in the tub, like having a uh, depressive moment or I don't know. Um, because at this point, like, she's back in her body. Mm -hmm. and, but in that like I just woke up sort of way. Um, okay. So she she is being unusually discombobulated. It's it has been a long day. Here I will I will help you over to your knapsack. Yes, you are uh, okay. You seem unsteady. You are probably very tired. You almost died today, so that probably taking a lot out of you. And I think I died. Did, what do you mean? You you are here. You are you are not like Bastet talks about the lich kitties. You are standing in front of me. You're I, very big. I I don't know. Like, cause 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 Robin healed me and 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 I didn't defend you, and and I didn't keep everyone safe. And no, no, I didn't defend you. I I ran away for no reason. I left you there, and I am the reason that you are hurt. But No, I told you to run. Like, I was going to listen to you? When have I ever? I would never have left you. I would never have left you, and I don't... I'm so sorry I left you. Finn, you you didn't leave me. You you killed it. You you killed it. After I <sighs> only after I finally could see that it was a troll and that I was not so scared of it, but I was not there when you needed me. I... I'm supposed to be strong. I'm... I can take it. I... 
I am supposed to be strong, and we are supposed to be strong together, and you were the one to stand there. You stood your ground against my brother, my, against the troll, and I ran away, and I, when I come back, you have almost died. And it is my fault. And don't try to say that it is your fault because it is my fault. Can we say it's nobody's fault? I want to say that it is nobody's fault, but it does not feel like it is not my fault. Okay, because it's not. And... We just need sleep, right? We just we need sleep and then we'll we'll get this we'll find this last portal and we need to kill this thing. Then yes. I need your help. I can't do it alone. I can't do it alone. I would I would I am never leaving you again. Ever. Okay. But we should we should definitely sleep. I think that we are... We are... Overtired, and... And... I think... I, yeah, and you need a shower. Do I smell that bad? Yeah. Oh, no, I smell... No, that's that pineapple... Stuff that the Kinku has. Come on, I'm, I'm gonna... And, like, she... It, she starts, like, gathering up all of the dirty clothes as if she's going to start doing laundry. <laughs> um, and she will start doing laundry unless you stop her. <laughs> in, the and... same, in the same like, barrel I'm gonna bathe in. <laughs> We're all in oh, here. No, you have to, you have to, you have to shower. Um, no, I... I... No, it's okay. You know what? I just have to rinse off a little, and then I'll put your clothes in, and then we can hang them up. Mine probably I, need a rinse, I too. Okay. You, you know okay. what your mother would be telling us to do right now? Stir. 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 Go, go, go shower. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, is, I'm gonna mend your clothes. Are they, they're not that bad. They're a little rough. Just checked out. She's yeah. checked out. She's just looking for something familiar <laughs> and repetitive to do. Yeah, I will no. say, Finland, some of your clothes do have some like nicks in them and like tears from when you guys were like in the forest and stuff. So yeah. some of the, like no, linen. I'm sure they're actually yeah, pretty, pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So that's what's going on at the fire brigade, Bostet. As you were. And in your the tavern in the tavern room that you're staying in, and it's just it's not like luxury tavern, but it's also not like you're it's not like a hostel where you're staying in a room with nine other people. You have your own bed and the little like the the bowl and the little pan for going to the bathroom and stuff like that. So you're in your bed, and you're trying to figure out what happened today. What is your mindset like right now as you're? doing your kind of internal meditation thinking about what's going on today. It solidified my reasoning 
for why I've come this far to find a cure for whatever plague or disease is spreading through my spreading through my town. What I saw was my worst fear. Um, which was, you know, friends and loved ones passing because of something she's not, she doesn't know what it is. And so when she saw that, um, it just solidified the work and the research that she needed to do to be able to, um, have that fear not become reality. Um, so, you know, she's sort of like in the same sort of thing where Jack is, where like you just come in and you're you're mindlessly not aware, but you're going through your your normal routine, but it's more haphazard. She goes to wash and get ready for bed because she's numb from what she saw. Um, and she wasn't able to do anything about what she saw. So, and she is. So she's, after you, after you take finished. your, that's okay. After you take your bath or you do whatever watching, just use a rag or whatever. Yeah. There's a mirror in the room and you look in the mirror and you see behind you, there's kind of a flash of a female figure. Uh, ample, ample bosom, ample hips, uh, sort of. Her skin could be green, it could be orange. Um, her hair is a dark brown with dark kind of red highlights in it. And then when you turn, there's nobody there. But you see on your bed, there is a flower. don't you didn't put it there you don't think this is the nice kind of tavern inn that puts flowers on people's beds um i as a paladin i obviously like with that i look around to see if i've noticed any thing that looks like it's been open like my window if i have a window which i don't even know if i do uh make make a perception check What did you get on your perception check? 16. 16. Okay. Um, there, um, no evidence of anybody coming in. Your bed isn't made unless you made it and, you know, before you left. Nobody's come in to 
do a turndown service, essentially. No new linens were delivered. Your stuff hasn't been moved because, you know, you've rented this room for at least a month. So, you know, and this place doesn't have a maid service that comes in unless you say, hey, can you go clean my room and pay him a silver to do it? Um, they expect you to do that yourself because it's your room. No evidence of anybody coming in the window. I will say that this flower, um, uh, make a nature check real quick. Five. Okay, it's a very pretty flower. Um, it is a, it is an orange flower with many petals. I'm gonna send you a picture. And it's got, and the inside is brown. It looks like this. I just sent it to the group chat. And that is the flower. It's on on your pillow. Um, you don't know. It wasn't there when you first walked in either. Like before you started doing your no. bath. It wasn't there. But it's just one single solitary flower sitting on your pillow. Fresh, new, not dried. But there it is. you get into the temple of the raven queen and most temples are open you know 24 7 it's the mark of religious service people need religious rights at all times uh, it just so happens that the person who is have the night or the early morning watch as it were to work sitting sorry my cat is meowing I'm gonna move her a little bit um not doing very much just kind of sitting in on a bench sipping something out of a cup is Torbeer just kind of nobody's shown up he's he's swept he's lit candles he's done all the things he's supposed to do just waiting to see if anybody needs anything from the Raven Queen as you walk in, he's like, which he sees, he's known you your whole life. You as you kind of walk in, worse sort of aware, he's like, "Are you okay?" I just go and kind of flop down next to him on the the bench, and I kind of give the shrug that's like. He's known me my whole life, so it's very much a, yeah, technically, I'm, I'm not hurt. You and he's just, just like, Did it, is everybody else okay? Because otherwise, Athard and uh, Torbeer are going to sound exactly the same, because I could try to do a Scottish accent, it always turns into an Irish accent, so Torbeer is this one. Um... She just nods. Technically. Uh. That everyone's okay. Came home. None of this is grass. It's not. 
I think she just kind of leans her her head on his shoulder, which is yeah. She's not that big, but it's still just kind of like yeah. And he just ruffles your feathers a little bit. Well, why don't you get to bed? What? Mm. What? I feel like this is coming in several different voices, but what you do when scared? You're... Well, it depends on what kind of scared I am. Kind? Oh, there's all kinds of fear. There's fear for your life, fear for, for your friends, fear for a new ex- of a new experience. Small fears and big fears. Big fears. Big fears. Um... I stay afraid. There's not a whole lot to do when you're scared, when you have those big fears. Because when you're there in the moment, you don't know what's going on, you don't know what's happening, you just kind of have to live in that fear for a moment. And after you've done that, you remember. Who you are, person you are, you are bigger than the fear. Do you run? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes the fear is so great you have to run. Sometimes it's smarter to run than to stand. But friends might not come back. True. And I wish I could tell you something that, oh, everything's going to be okay. But sometimes things aren't. And it's a hard lesson to learn. And I'm sad that you have to learn it now. If I could shield you from it, I would. But just know that if your friends do leave for whatever reason, either they literally move on, they leave Frendenhurst, they go somewhere else, or they're embraced by the queen. It's what happens in life. Change is inevitable. I know. Change... Change is okay. I... I saw... She tries to mime a troll and mimics the sounds that the troll made when it wasn't 
awkwardly speaking. Right. Comic. Um. And Gary. Get scared. But. I, I like to help. Be your light. But I... Felt like... Kind of make that very quiet sound of uh, a candle being snuffed out. And I ran. I and I think then in uh, Cloud's voice, she just starts like muttering a couple Tabaxi curses that she only sort of now understands is curses. <laughs> And when, when Torbir hears that voice, Cloud's voice, there's something, something shifts in his face and he just kind of, it's like, it's a real quick flinch because he hasn't heard that voice in a while. And that voice is sort of a, it's a jarring for him to hear. And he just, after that flinch in his face, he takes a deep breath, just says, Yep. Sometimes that works too. Sorry. Do you... Uh, I could teach you some dwarven curses. Yes. And he goes, we'll do that later. Right now you need to go sleep. Trade the Minotaur. Okay. And he just goes, hey. Come here, kid. He gives you a hug. Very very yeah. hug. <laughs> yeah. He just like does the thing where he pats your back. Kind of, you know. He's like, alright, well, I gotta stay up. I've got morning duties. You go get some shut-eye. I feel like there's a, a few seconds where Whistler's like, do I offer to help or am I really dang tired? And she's like, no, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> and she just kind of nods and, um, I don't know. I, I feel like she probably has a very specific whistle that means Torbeck and is like, just kind of does that whistle and, and yeah. heads off. Okay. Um, we're going to have our break now. It's a little bit before eight, so we're going to have our potty break. Cool. Um, so everybody, when we come back, it will have been your long rest. Spells back, hit dice back, um, abilities back, hit points back, full things are back. It will be the, it's technically the morning, but we'll say it's the next morning. It's going to be like nine or ten in the morning um, when, when we come back and you guys will be awake, fully rested, and we can continue on with the rest of this episode for more talking at <laughs> each other. Yes. So.
Hey guys, uh, welcome to the break of this really intense episode. Uh, I know it's gotten intense, and it doesn't stop there. <laughs> um, yeah, so for our announcements, uh, as always, uh, tomorrow we will be doing our OOC, so come join us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash YAA show, Yah show. Uh, we'll be talking about this episode that you guys are watching right now, and maybe some other stuff. Uh, we do the uh, we do the OOC every week, so look forward to that. Big thank you to our patrons: uh, Adam Eiler, Helen Gore, Laird, Claudia Dronofsky, and John B. Uh, we really appreciate all of your support for us, and yeah. Uh, if you'd like to support us, we have Patreon. You can join our tiers. We have a three dollar tier, five dollar tier, and ten dollar tier. Be sure to check those out on our Patreon, link is down below. If you want to support us just one time uh, and get a shout out from us, all you have to do is donate some Kofi's, uh, link is down below. All of the information on Kofi is also on our Kofi page. You can also buy merch from us on Kofi. This arc is coming to a close, as you guys all know, uh, and we are going to be starting a Star Trek adventure come February, March-ish. Um, so yeah, Tanya and I will be taking a break from the show, and we will be doing Sherwood Forest Fair. If you guys want to see us in real life working COVID policies enforced, then come join us out at Sherwood Forest Fair. I think that's it for this break. Uh, this episode is going up, or went up, on the 27th, and our next episode of Yas will be going up on February 10th. So I look forward to seeing you guys then. And now, back to the show. Yeah, I will also like to add, um, we can repeat this when we come back. We have, It's the morning, you guys have woken up. I'd also like to add for anybody that is concerned, we are actually constantly in contact with each other during this episode. Uh, our messaging <laughs> there thread- There were so many messages. Our messaging thread is like, everybody's like, are you okay? And everybody's like, yeah, I'm fine. We're like, I love you guys. So like, literally, it's not even gonna be aftercare, it's during care. Like we are doing <laughs> during care. Are you okay? Um, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. How are you? I love you so much. Right? <laughs> yeah. So we are constantly checking in with each other. So in case anybody's worried, we are we are not only checking in with ourselves, we are checking in with each other. Um, it is uh, also Pax, uh, your hair is doing really fun pompadoury things right now. So I'm just like amused. I want oh my, my hair. Why did you have to be so long to come back? From the break, I said it was my kid, but really, I was just preening in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, just blame Eleanor. It's fine. <laughs> um, so the next, it, it, I mean, you guys went to bed at like two, three o'clock in the morning. It's about nine in the morning now. So you have gotten a long rest. Everything is back up. Uh, you guys never decided if and when you were going to meet and where you were going to do it. Um, if you meet in the usual spot, which would be cream. Um, everybody wakes up the next morning. I'm going to start with Aster. You had asked a question about where you would find someone to go open a portal. Yes. Do you want to do that investigation this morning? Uh, no. So first okay. what Aster's going to do is because they are leaving. They have a bunch of shit in their uh, apartment, basically. And they're taking all of their, like, drag stuff and basically taking it to the green room in Cream for all of the other queens to use. Like, they, if they want to use Aster's stuff, Aster's like, go for it. And they're gonna, like, 
basically they're just like, have at it. You can it's, have all of this it, stuff. It, uh, no, free stuff. Free stuff, Love take care. Free stuff, take care, please. Take care of it, please. Um, disaster can't carry all that stuff. It's a lot. <laughs> it's two years worth of drag. That's a lot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, is that's... The, is the rainbow smokestone in there? Oh, probably. Well, that was that was a tech thing. So they gave Aster gave that to the tech people for the. So, yeah, and that that's what they're spending. Like once they like wake up, they pack up all their stuff and like get their bags, and then they start uh, just helping everybody else. Like just kind of carry all their stuff down to the green room um, at first, and then if anybody shows up, that's what they'll see. And it's Aster. Yeah, hauling so stuff who, with people. <laughs> yeah. Quick question: Who thinks they would be the first up and at cream if they? Uh, Finland, do you wake up and go right to the park and fix the bench? I was thinking about that. I think. Um, I mean, because I don't think I don't think she's gonna get up before before Jack. I don't. I think that. I think she's exhausted. Like that emotional. Like after you've cried a lot. And you wake up the next morning and you feel like you spent all day at the beach feeling, you know, uh, not with me. Right. Um, so I think she's going to actually have a lot of trouble getting out of bed. Um, and it's not really going to be until they're kind of headed down the stairs that it, she's like, Oh crap. No, I've got to, I got this thing I got to do. So I don't think got she's got a gonna bench be, to fix. I got a bench to fix. I don't you think she's going to be all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed or early this morning. So when you head down the stairs, there is like a little crate. And in that crate, you see a pile of nails, a hammer, oh. and a few planks of wood that have been left out for you. Oh, yes. I um, I have something that I have to go take care of. I will meet you for breakfast in a little bit, okay? And I kind of pick it up and just walk off. But I, it, They're making... We've got okay. I've got to fix a bench. Is this like a fire brigade thing? Kind of. All right. Well, it's, let me know if you want us to. It, it, like, I, I'll. It's the you broke it, you fix it policy. I'm meeting you at the bench and like she turns upstairs and goes and grabs like uh, one of her pairs of pants that she did not get to last night because she was just she was mindlessly stitching last night. She wasn't actually like doing a good job. So she grabs like her her uh, her sewing materials. She did way better than Finn would have. So Finn thinks it's like impressively good oh yeah no Finn, Finn, she did all of Finn's stuff but like on her stuff like that was like she, you can tell like the stitches are a little bit weird and like janky so she's getting her uh she's getting her stitch stitch ripper um and she's getting her needle and thread and uh she actually uh she she didn't sleep well but it's that after cry sleep that is just kind of like really heavy and her eyes are still really crusty. Yeah. Um, and so she actually, ends, she grabs uh, a couple different types of thread um, in her favorite colors and in that deep 
green and that uh, that crimson uh, red, and she goes downstairs and joins Finn. And like while Finn is fixing the bench, she's stitching it up, but not. But she stitches the tear as a stem, and she then takes the red and starts embroidering a flower. And um. I have one thing though. When Jack gets to the door of the fire brigade, Pan is right there. Not Robin. Pan is there holding something for Jack. So there's something for Jack in Pan. Or and there you see the familiar pangolin with their lapels out. Uh Jack like just takes it with one hand, like, it, it, she's got, like, a handful of stuff in her other arm, um, and is, like, just, like, looking at it. What is it? Okay. <laughs> it is a, <laughs> it's a message. It's a, it's one of my magical tinkering objects. So it's a little object. It's something, um, that, it, it's a little bird that Robin, because Robin loves to carve little Robins, because, you know, and it has a message, a six-second-long message, and it says, Jack, this is Robin, uh, please come find me a cream before you leave. Uh, Jack, like, makes, makes, like, a face and puts it back in Pan's paws. Um, paws? Uh, and just, like, does does this little thing like <laughs> like she she has now a whole different set of thoughts and concerns to make decisions on that were not there a minute ago and she's going to focus on stitching So she's See, sitting on the ground. Because Robin woke up early, afraid of being left behind, wasn't sure where they would be yet, so sent Pan to stake out the fire brigade and went themselves to Cream, just in case they were already there. Because Robin's afraid that they're going to get up and go and, like, leave them behind. And so Robin was like, okay, if I've got Because you know they've done Pan that before. There, <laughs> Well, because last night, Finland was like, you can, we, we can't use you anymore. You're useless, little kitty. Bye-bye. We're leaving you. That's how Robin feels. That's not at all how Anya did it. But that's that how was super feels. editorialized, I would like to say. That was a perfect imitation of your performance. In fact, if Anna could do a, a screen by screen, people wouldn't know which of us would win. You'd be like, wow, one of Even like, I people, thought it was just copy the save? Jack is sit, like goes and sits in the grass with all of her sewing stuff and like is just ripping out the earlier stitches that look all janky and now is uh, redoing it in this uh, in the green so that she can turn it into a flower um, and I'm putting a bench back together. It's very exciting. 
and it's loud. So it's like, loud. <laughs> anytime, anytime Jack like wants to ask Finn a question about oh. what happened with Robin, oh, there's mad, mad hammering. <laughs> cool. I hear you. I bet you. I bet you wish you had Robin with you now. Would be nice to have a magical carpenter on your team right now, wouldn't it? All right. Um. So Whistler and Bostet, are you guys headed to Cream? Are you what's? Uh, what's the plan? Yeah. Okay. I, I think Whistler does like a couple of morning chores, but is mostly like. It wasn't my shift, and I don't want to do the extra stuff I always do. I'm tired. So I think she just kind of makes her way across town to Cream because she's not really sure what else to do. And that would have been semi-normal for her even before they started this whole yeah. adventure. Um, Bostet, I will say wherever you put that flower last, last night, wherever you put it, it's still there. It's still fresh. It's not wilting or anything. It's just staying where it is. I'm gonna uh, find some sort of little container to put it in and put it, keep it on my person, okay, um, and take it with me. But I'm gonna head to Cream because again, that's the only place that I could think I would be able to think of where everybody else would be. I'm heading there. Um. So, um, Aster's already there because Aster lives there and is moving stuff around. Uh, so the first person to get there would be Robin. And Robin, you see um, Aster bringing stuff bring stuff down from their apartment into the green room with some other people that work at Cream helping them. Yeah. So that is what uh, you see. As you're the first one there. I wave at Aster. Oh, Aster is not. Aster is very intent on moving all this shit down. And is like directing people where to put stuff and what have you. They don't notice. I uh, order myself a nice cup of tea and a vegan breakfast goodie. And uh, I'm just super hoping they don't leave without me. Like I'm hoping that my plan to send, like I basically walked, I basically had Pan run me to the fire brigade put pan there gave pan the command to come like come to cream after jack had taken the item and then ran the rest of the way to cream thinking like maybe that maybe then i could like intercept them i don't know that i have or haven't and i'm also not surprised after is leaving because like after our talk last night me and after well me you and don't us, know that Astra's leaving you just see them you don't know that Astra's <gasps> leaving you just, you just see them moving stuff from their apartment to the green room they could be getting ready for a performance. Okay. So instead of like getting up early and like, oh yeah, yeah, like you have no idea if they got up even earlier. Cause you're the first right, one. Right, I don't know. That, that's all like, cause and we, yeah, I don't know. I also, we never set a time to meet. Uh, my sending stone, like last night, I was like trying to send and then I, oh, fuck, I remembered. Sorry, honk. I remembered that I gave it to that other guy. And I'm like, well, we're all trying to sleep. Like, it's not, like, I need to sleep if I'm going to prove myself tomorrow. I have to sleep. So I got myself to sleep, and I set an alarm with my magical tinkering alarm to wake me up at, like, exactly eight hours later. 
well, I guess seven hours later, because eight hours later, like noon. Um, and I'm just hoping, but I knew I needed rest. But I mean, if Astor's not waving back at me, I assume Astor's busy. Like, I know Astor works there. Astor and Robin haven't exactly, like, bonded yet, so I don't feel like I need to, like, intercede. Like, like Astor looks busy. Astor did not respond to my wave, so I'm like, okay, I'll sit here and maybe try to catch Astor's eye. But if I don't, like, I'm just going to, like, stay out of the way and focus on, oh, man, Jack better walk in that door. Better walk in that door and come get me. Mm-mm-mm, Finland. <laughs> I got to say, before I forget, just, yes. I'm just fully imagining Robin sending Zareth you up style messages. And then, <laughs> oh, man, sorry, wrong number. I forgot. Sorry, sorry. Go back to sleep. Sorry. Never mind. A hundred percent. What's up? You up, girl? What's up? No, it wasn't like that. But yes, no, totally. So uh, yeah, uh, I was Robin, the door opens. The door opens, yes. and walks Whistler. But that's a good sign. Cause I know they wouldn't leave that Whistler. I'm like, yes, okay, I'm okay, I'm still in it. I'm like, hey. Hey, Whistler! So, Whistler, hey. as you come in, you see a bunch of drag performers, and including Aster, moving stuff from upstairs into the green room. Um, I do my Aster whistle. Uh, and just head over to them, and kind of, I'm like, gesturing. Um, I, like, I'm trying not to get in the way, but I'm also kind of bulky for a very small bird. <laughs> Uh, and I'm probably offering to take a box, not knowing where it's supposed to go, and just like, performance? Uh, no. <laughs> just like, what am I doing with this box then? Giving it away. I just like reach out with one hand to feel your forehead. Like, are you okay? I, I take I take the hand and I put your hand. I put it. I put your hand on the box to be like, it's fragile. <laughs> uh, fragile. Fragile. Very fragile. Fragile. <laughs> uh, Subtly point it's to my Italian. Heart. <laughs> um. What? Go go put the put the box in the the green room, and then I'll talk to you more. <laughs> I do an almost owl like head swivel, like trying to look at them. Like, <laughs> what? They're giving away. There's okay. But this, something's not right. Did the troll possess them? I'm very confused. I'll go put it in the green room. The next person who comes to the door at Cream is Bostet, because Bostet's um, tavern is actually pretty close. The inn that they're staying in. So Bostet, you come into Cream. You're same two thing. for two right now, Robin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You see, Robin looks super excited to see you. Super excited. Robin's like, yes, I made the right call. They're not going to leave Bostet. No way. No way. I'm still like, mm, okay. Um, I come like, in. I'm not surprised I... Asher's there. Asher lives there. Right, I'm gonna come in and obviously I see that Astra's doing her own thing and 
I'm still thinking, and I see Whistler too and Robin, but I go up to the bar or wherever and ask for a coffee plus a shot of whatever uh, to start my morning. <laughs> <laughs> so are you so, getting a shot of espresso or are you getting a shot of liquor? I'm getting a coffee and a shot of liquor. Okay, so I was like, you could like, I'm like, if you can do a red, are you going to red eye this or are we going to Irish this? Like, We're going we're gonna to Irish this, but separately. We're going to do a shot and then... Okay. <laughs> okay so you get a sh- you get some sort of dark liquor get a shot they're like okay i mean this isn't the weirdest request i've ever gotten and um they give it to you you get your coffee you can order any food if you want to we're not ready for food yet we're still uh okay still doing give me just one second, you guys. my stock is about to boil over give me just one second okay you guys role play amongst yourselves Save the stock. <laughs> right. Hey. I'm sitting there. Take my shot. Let it sit. Let it sit. Dwell, dwell in my thoughts. Buster, we gotta talk about your problem, man. That's cat. Ah! This might be time for an intervention. I'm not even kidding. Seems like a lot of a lot of drinking kid for real early. It's like 8 a.m. Yeah. That is an eye opener. Yeah. Gotta get, I don't want to judge. My, get, my, get my thoughts, get my thoughts moving, get my blood warm. Can I, can I interject for just a second? Yeah. Um, in a place where there is plague and it, it, it's the desert, right? And so, like, water isn't necessarily trustworthy. Um, Whiskey or, or, or liquor can actually be like a good, healthier. yeah, it can actually be healthier and a good way of like decontaminating stuff. Culture right. clash. Whistler, right. who grew up on yeah. the web on That's... the river, is like, you okay? You okay? Yeah. We have a river, but again, because it's the desert and stuff like that, it's not trustworthy. Um, so we go, you know. We do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, okay. it. Jack and Finland. How long do you think it takes for you guys to make it to Cream? I'm trying to think to put together a bench. I mean, the pieces are mostly. It's still not, there. It wasn't You're that bad. Like, I imagine. Yeah, I imagine it was like 10, 15 minutes, and then go put yeah. everything back. So maybe 20 minutes. Uh, before we head that way. And now it's gonna be. Um... I'm assuming the boards were already sanded. Oh yeah, everything was just like. I mean, it's reclaimed wood. Yeah. So. Um. Uh. By the way, Jack. I did speak with Robin last night, like we said. But um. I don't. I don't think they took it well. At all, really. I don't Even think they little. took it. That's a better way. Yes, I think they. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we gonna do? I don't know why this is a we thing, but um, <laughs> <laughs> like. Jack, Jack, like, looks at Finn. Jack is like, 
in her head is just going, okay, my friend is is already having issues with failing. I'm not going to bring that up. <laughs> and also, we agreed that she was going to handle this. Madeline is totally like, I don't want to have to face the tiny cat person again. And like... <laughs> I don't know, like, this is starting to be very middleman-esque. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> sort of. Okay. Uh... <laughs> so. Babe. I mean. In your opinion. Yes. Could I get them to stay? No. Look, in the, my opinion, Melora couldn't get them to stay. I guess we've got... Very persuasive, but they said some things. I'll say that. Um, I don't think that they understand the danger. But yeah, they... that's why I wanted them to leave out to that to leave it leave them out of it. But there's no way to get them to understand the danger if they cannot understand the danger. Like, will not understand the danger. Yes? And... You owe me breakfast. You're paying. This seems very fair. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> and, like, this this is an old... Uh, like, yeah. the, the whole... Like, that that that's an old way to end the argument. Like, I'm, I'm doing this... But you're paying for my meal. Whatever. So the last so. two to come into cream are Jack and Finland. So Aster, uh, if you if you're looking around, you just kind of see all of your other compatriots sitting at a table or not sitting at a table together, uh, but they're all here in the room. Um, if you wanted to. Oh my goodness! Uh, how weird. Every, so we walk in and everybody's there, but in separate well, Aster, yeah Aster's not Aster's not sitting down um I don't know who's sitting with whom Aster's still moving stuff around and talking to other people talking to other performers and other employees of cream and so wh however that's going but Robin's there Aster uh um uh Bostet's there and Whistler's there I don't know who's sitting with whom where you guys want to sit whatever it is but those people are all in the same building you're all in the same building However Whist you want to arrange yourselves in that building, that is up to you. Whistler is probably Well, who's going to sit with me? Um, Sorry, go out. Oh. Whistler's what? Oh, Whistler's probably tailing Aster in a very, like, you're possessed, what's happening way. Okay, so that's <laughs> happening. And then Robin's at a table. Bestet, are you with Robin, or are you at your own table? At the bar. You're at the bar. Okay. Not um, I'm gonna Robin's look at, at a yeah. table just staring at the door with a Okay, so as staring. as Aster sees both Finlan and Jack come in the door, they like stop, tell everybody like keep putting all the stuff away, and they'll be like, "Okay, guys, come here," and like kind of sh all just get so everybody no to time, come to the door. <laughs> Robin, you have absolutely no time to talk to Jack to say anything to Jack because as soon as Jack and Finlan walk in the door, Aster just you hear Aster go, "Okay, everybody." Gather around. Oh, let's go. <laughs> okay. What? What is it? Uh, I already. I I told Jack already. 
but the things Wait, I you called Jack. The the things that I saw yesterday, um, I don't feel comfortable staying here. I have to go. I'm going to leave to go find my dad. That is why everything is going to the green room. Everything is happening. I'm going to try and get to the Feywild. Um, and with that, I have stuff for you guys. I... I am... <laughs> I am so sorry that I did not protect you. No, what do you I mean? I never got hurt. Can I get you some pancakes? I mean, I never got hurt. You don't know. Jack, 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 <laughs> Emphatically, like, oh. yes. Let her get you the pancakes. Uh, sure. Are you, like, standing behind me, like, where I can't see you? Like, <laughs> just behind you. Uh, Give her this one win. This one thing she can do. Sure. I will say, a cream, you have, there's a special thing that's like never ending pancakes for the table. Oh, gosh. So, like, you just order that and then, like, they just keep bringing you pancakes. Yeah. They just keep bringing you pancakes. And you guys can all, like, there's like a stack of 10 at a time. You can put them on your own plates, whatever. <laughs> I go, so, so Finland is not a good speech maker, right? But is, has been moved by recent great speech makers, but still <laughs> fails at this skill. And comes over back over to Aster with the first plate of the never-ending pancakes, right? And is like, I know that you are not, you are not physically hurt, but sometimes hurt is on the inside of our skin, and that hurt can be more hurtful than the hurt that's on top of our skin. And so, here, have these pancakes. <laughs> Uh, Esther takes them and is like, uh, I don't think I'll eat all of these by myself. And she like slides, uh, she like slides it on the table for everybody else. That's like, have at it. And then Aster is going to go up to one of the boxes that's like back uh, with all the other stuff. And is going to pull out a scarf. It's a green scarf that's like embroidered with like a bunch of leaves and stuff. And is going to give it to Fenlin. And like wrap it around Fenland for, and like wrap the scarf and stuff and be like, Jack, uh, now I am pretty like you. <laughs> <laughs> like Jack, like like is looking at the uh, the hem of it and it's just like, oh my gosh, they did so good. Who did? Who made this? <laughs> you don't actually have to answer. Like oh, that's good. So Aster has no idea. <laughs> um, Aster, I. I cannot take such a gift. This it's it's too pretty. <laughs> Look at pretty. Jack, Jack pokes Finn and just goes, mm-hmm. Oh, it's, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're you're well I have I have stuff for everybody. Jack's starting uh, to get whiplash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um and then Aster's gonna look at Whistler and be like, Whistler, I know you're gonna be sad. I can I can already see that you're sad. But I just mimic a crying child. 
From the ones I scared in episode one? Oh. Yes, that was exactly. <laughs> wait, wait. It's got to be, this is the sound of my dog mates makes when um somebody like is leaving her like in a car oh yeah (laughs) like if you don't want your heart broken don't listen Uh, (laughs) uh, and then aster's gonna go back to the box and pull out a like really pretty uh dark blue capelet so it's like there's like the capelet and then there's like a second smaller layer of cape of like it that's like a two-layered cape and is going to go whoosh around the Whistler and like tie it in a bow on the onto them. So now they have a really pretty blue cape. <laughs> it's like the one that's in my character art. There you go. <laughs> now you have that wow. cape. <laughs> she oh definitely just mimics the whooshing sound, but is also like, change is good. <laughs> Change is fine. Change happens. And then as Torbeck's oh. voice. That is the Torbeck's voice. Torbeck's deep Scottish voice. <laughs> yeah. And then Esther's also gonna give you the perfume. So that you can ah. always you can always spray the cape and you'll always just it'll always just smell like Aster. I just immediately start spraying the air. <laughs> it's right in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh a little bit. <laughs> Everybody else in the party smells different. Like, Whistler's <laughs> olfactory senses are so different than everybody else's. That, like, she forgets how, how like, mammalian noses work. Um, and then, so, Robin, I know we don't know each other very well. Yeah. Um, here's a little hat. But for you, it's a normal-sized hat. But it's a little hat for me. And it's, like, a little top hat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Do you mind? I mean, I I have sketched you when I came to your shows earlier this year. Can I give you a sketch? Do you mean if you want? I don't. You can. I don't care. (laughs) I would love to. If you want it. I mean, sure. I've got I've got more than one. I I used to come to the. I mean, I was I've been coming to your shows all year. Mm -hmm. So Robin like rifles through their (laughs) little sketchbook and rips out. Here you go. Oh, thank you. A beautiful sketch of Aster in one of their like drag costumes, and it's all like painted <laughs> in and cute. So cute. Fan art. Fan art. Yes. Yeah. Um, literally fan art. Yes. And Robin puts a little hat on. It's like it is a normal hat for me. <laughs> little hat for me is big hat for you. Um, That's great. Then, I love it. Thank you. For Bastet, uh, I couldn't think of anything good. I'm sorry. Uh, I have a scarf. It's a nice gold scarf. It kind of matches where you're from. It's a nice, like, gold trimmed scarf. I don't know if this is what lit kitties are wearing this season. I know, right? Uh, but that's all I could think of for Desert Kitty. Uh- <laughs> no, I can't wrap around myself. I'm like, cool, thanks. I'm, I'm sorry for making fun of you and the nature. I feel bad. After you got attacked by the nature and I made fun of you? Uh, no, I'm, I'm used to, um, random happenings, so I didn't take offense at all. Oh, okay. And I don't feel bad. Jack! <laughs> Immediately just, like, changes. Uh, Jack, so then uh, Aster is going to get a, like, it's like a little, it's like, it's all nicely wrapped. <laughs> and, like, holds it out and is like, this is for you. 
Jack takes it and like, I, I, it's so nicely wrapped. And so she's, her big old hands are trying to like delicately undo it and like take out the, the glue that's like keeping it wrapped together. And she's one of those that opens up her gifts and the paper is still intact. Oh, of course. Uh, and it's, uh, it's the dress that I, that my character wore that you really liked. And it's, uh, we had it fixed, because I, I got some pretty boss-ass people who work here, and it will fit you. Oh, thank you! <laughs> thank you! <laughs> so, like, she, she, like, carefully folds it all back, and like... Puts and like takes out the the embroidery that she or the uh, uh, shift that she had been working on and stitching up together and like wraps that around the dress <laughs> before she puts it back in her sack. Yeah, so that that's what I that's what I gathered you all here today for. <laughs> Subconsciously, because you all knew to just come to cream. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it is the place to be. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah. I uh, am is going to pull, like, kind of, like, look through her little pockets <laughs> and stuff in her chainmail. Um, <laughs> so, y'all, if I start crying, my eyes will start burning, so that's why I'm trying real hard not to cry. Because oh, my face is oh, so, oh. it'll, I will, like, my eyes will Challenge burn forever. Accepted. <laughs> It, they will burn, and I will be in pain for, like, ten minutes. Okay. No pain. No pain. Um, but Whistler starts so looking- So don't get sappy is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Whistler- Whistler collects, as a good bird do, random crap, and she knows it's crap, but it's pretty, and she likes it. She gets that probably <laughs> other people don't. So she, uh, she's gonna take out the turquoise- which I think she won from the Summer Swell, and is gonna hand that to Aster. Uh, it's worth a hundred gold. <laughs> she don't need wow. money. She don't that's need money? <laughs> I mean, she needs money, but she has no real concept of what that's for. Um, and she just kind of puts it in Aster's hands and folds, like, just kind of puts her hands over it and says, for the Feywild. Because she kind of figures, like, I don't know, maybe you need money to get there, or, like, to get through there, or... I don't... It's pretty. Someone there will probably like it. And she's saying <laughs> this with her eyes because she's not psychic yes. yet. Yes. <laughs> uh, Aster's going to, like, pet the head. And then, like, do, like, the cat thing with cats where you, like, kind of, like, rub their heads and stuff. <laughs> well, I will say, as a reminder, sending does work from plane to plane. Yeah. That it does. Messages. <laughs> yeah. She she just tries to do this and is like, you. I I I got you. Head. I I have. I will do it. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. It has been Don't it worry. has been a pleasure knowing you, even this short time, and we will miss you very much. Yes. Um. And. Jack and I are going to do our best to make sure that Rendon Hurst is still going to be here when you are ready to come back. 
Okay. I appreciate it. It is never ending pancakes after all. So <laughs> come back whenever. <laughs> uh, Esther is going to eat some of the pancakes and then they will say, I do have to uh, finish up. I got. I have a lot to shit. As you can see, and they're like, there's still just boxes and like dresses and wigs like yeah, coming down <laughs> from the stairs. Um, I will ask Aster, did you like, or have you have you like written a note to anybody saying like sending like a message to either the animal protectors or to the college saying, hey, is there somebody that can help me out with this, or are you just gonna go walk there? Um, when Aster's done with all this stuff, Aster's just gonna go and do that. Okay, cool. So Aster is going to go continue to unpack and pack and do all of the preparations needed for them to head to the Feywild. This is the part where episode one say, no, Annika is not leaving. Annika's no. just going to be playing a different character. <laughs> yes. And by Annika's not leaving, Annika and Tanya in a month or so, whenever it is, they will be taking a break because of, uh, of some real world stuff going on. Yeah. Um, but uh, then... Annika is going to be just playing a different character and it's going to be a really fun character. So it's very exciting. <laughs> so those of you who are left with your gifts from Aster sitting at the table, some of you have coffee. There's a plate of never ending pancakes that just keeps being filled. And when is it like magic? So like when there's no pancakes, it just goes woof and more pancakes just appear uh, out no, of the No, unfortunately plate. it is not magic. It is not a magic pancake That'd be pancake so plate. cool. I will, if you guys want, I will make a magic I pancake I want a plate. magic pancake plate. That'd be so For cool. now, that's, that's our holy grail, is to find the spell that makes pancakes magic, I want appearing. Um, there is an actual okay, person so that we're gonna create, we're gonna create this, pancakes. and it's gonna go into the book as the Yas pancake plate. Yas pancake Magical plate. item. Um, so, uh, an actual person comes over and refills your plate yeah. with pancakes. Um, but the other, the five of you are sitting there with your gifts from Aster. Are you talking to each other? Or are you just kind of sitting here looking at your gifts or wrapping your gifts around yourself? Or what are your, what are you doing? Um, uh, oh, sorry. I see Ari going like this. Just definitely oh. spraying the perfume. Um, I think Finland is like, okay, like awkwardly reading the room. It's like, okay, we're not talking about heavy things. It's funny things right or like whatever and it's like do you remember that time like three weeks ago that i was attacked by butterflies these I things was... bite <laughs> yeah yeah i think i um, uh, i think i still have that little uh that, that, that statue six weeks. Six weeks. Uh, that robin gave me um yeah <laughs> Yes, good time. Um, Wacky fun. Uh, Jack, can we can we talk like outside? Jack like turns and looks at Finn and says, "Steak and eggs," and goes outside with Robin. Steak and eggs. Finland's just like but pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, a lot of stuff happened yesterday, and, uh, first of all, I just want to say that I'm, I'm so grateful to the universe that, that you're okay, that I was able to be there to heal you, and so that you, that you're okay. Um, Finland talked to me afterwards and said that you 
didn't want me to come along. And um, I understand that maybe you're worried about me because I'm just a just a little cat, and I guess I seem useless. But I, uh, from where I'm sitting, everyone else ran away, but Pan and I were able to save you. And I know that I don't have all the training that you guys have, and I understand that maybe because I'm little, it makes me seem less capable. But from what I've noticed in this adventure we've been having, um, that we've worked so well together, that I've been able to heal you, to, to augment your power, to stand by you, that Pan has been able to protect you, that I've tried my best. And I know I've messed up yesterday when I didn't listen and I threw my hammer at the troll and I'm so sorry. I just was so Stop. Stop. angry. But, yeah. I need soldiers. This is a threat that we're dealing with. And I, 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 oh, this is going to sound really bad. I can't count on you. No, that's, that's, that's not what I mean. I, when, when soldiers fight, they are in formation and we know where each other are and we know what to expect out of each other and i don't know what you're gonna do next and i i can make decisions but you don't listen to those decisions and and i'm i'm very glad to be alive and she's rubbing her arm I'm glad to be alive. But if I have to make decisions, you have to obey them. Okay. Normally I would say that the, I, the problem is you told everyone to run away. And if, if I listened, you'd be dead. Like the only reason you're alive is because Pan and I were there. What if what if Pan had listened to you and had run away and we weren't there? You were like, what would have happened to you? And, and I respect you and I I want to try harder and I'm willing to listen. But even, even soldiers need a medic. Okay, maybe I'm not a soldier, but I can heal. I can be there. I can help in some way. And I'll try. I promise. I'll listen. I'll try, but sometimes I'm going to make a call that maybe isn't the one you would have made. Like, I'm not going to run away when you said to run away. And maybe that's the time I'll be able to help you. And the fact that I'm not a soldier just listening, like Finn, running away will will matter. And I am sorry that I didn't listen about attacking the troll again. And I see now, I should have listened. That time I was acting out of anger and that was wrong. And I feel bad about that. Because... 
it was the wrong move, but I think, I think, I, I think we work together really well. And I think I can help because you're so strong and you're so brave, but you need someone who can heal you. And that's something I can do. And if it's your decision that you don't want me there, I'll listen to you. But I'm not going to do it just because Sin told me not to. I want you to tell me not to come. That I you did. don't want me there. That you don't need me. I did ask her. Because I, I talked to Aster too. And so it, it, Finn was telling the truth. There's one more thing. This isn't an adventure. It really worries me that you called this an adventure. This... This is literally life and death. This is... This is... A battle. And... I... I'm scared that you think that this is nothing, that this is just some, another, and the next sketch. But it would have been death if I hadn't been there. I was able to save you. And I was scared. Like, I understand the stakes. I saw you laying there, and the, that troll had used some kind of magic, uh, fear magic, to make us all see things, terrifying things. And what I saw, what I saw was you, hurt, dying, and me unable to help. That's what I saw. And then I saw it again, but this time it was real. But instead of cowering and hiding in pain, when I saw you laying there dying, I didn't just hide in pain. I I jumped out and I saved you. No fear cell could keep me from protecting you. And I know it's dangerous. And maybe next time it'll be me that gets hurt. Okay, maybe I was just lucky this time that I didn't get hurt because I have Pan to protect me. But I've, I've always wanted to help people. That's why I became an artist, so I could travel around and do social justice artwork. And I've, I love doing that. But I feel like this, has been more than that. And there is a creature who is enthralled right now, who has been coming to me asking for my help. And whether or not you're gonna be there with me, I'm gonna help him however I can. And I hope you'll be with me because I think with you, we can do this. And if I'm by myself, I don't know if I can do it by myself, but he came to me and he warned me of what's going on. And he asked my help and he is a slave and there's no way I can just turn my back on him, and I hope that you'll help me, and that you guys will let me be part of this, but if not, I'm going to have to figure it out on my own, because I cannot turn my back on someone who's helpless, who is, if, if you could see him, he haunts my dreams, and I, I'm not going to just let that fine, go, fine. like, so we agree that you are healing. You're healing us. You're gonna stay at the back. 
And if I... Well, yes, but... Robin. I cannot budge on well, this. No, it's an important but. No, but to heal you, I have to touch you. Robin, you are you are looking for holes. I can't do that. I can run up and heal you and run back. That's fine. I, I'm just saying. I okay. I have the way I You're run saying... to heal. I have to touch you. Okay. But what I'm saying is you're not attacking. You're not getting in the fight. Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe you guys could train me and someday I could help with that. But for now, I can stay back. I, I can just stay back and, and be ready to heal or to, to give you uh, courage or to, to give you, uh, to augment you. Like the, I'm I'm happy to be in that position. Like I don't I don't need I don't hit that hard. I don't need to be the one. Yeah. Jack smiles like like she does not believe you when you say that you'll listen. Like uh, you can train. No, I can't. And so Jack like, just hold, Jack holds out her arm uh, in a it like it. it she, she's looking to do this, but you're not familiar with this. <laughs> and so, yeah. Uh, back inside. Oh, one more thing. Yeah. Finn outranks you too. Okay. And I just walk back inside. <laughs> I love how Robin's having this whole like I'm happy to be in the band kind of moment. <laughs> I walk in, I look at Finn, and I go, "Yes, ma'am." I'm <laughs> like, like face full of pancakes, looking at Jack, like, "What?" <laughs> Why am I getting so? We've loose? got a healer. We've got a medic. Ah, okay. Huh? healed too though. Uh, paladins oh, have lay on hands and have access to cure wounds. I'm and going, as a druid multi-class, you also say. have access to, to I to, would like to say that um <clears throat> if I have any inkling as to what is ahead of us, I think we need all the healers we can get. And I can fix things. I mean, I feel like that's important. I'm I'm not only a medic to the humans and the and the other creatures. I'm also a medic to your stuff. So, medic slash mechanic. So you just kind of going like, like trying to emphasize Jack how. Just digs into her breakfast, which has more meat, which has like all of the meat I that everyone else isn't okay. eating. <laughs> is on her plate. I think uh, Whistler, who doesn't fully understand what's going down, but she was mad at Robin for a, like the, the day before for a little while and with the troll. 
just like, what are you doing? Um, and seeing everyone, she's a little, I feel like she's just insightful enough to be like, this is not a great vibe. So I think when Robin comes back in, she just kind of pats him like, okay, everything's fine now, right? Pancake? Them in their tiny hat, top hat. Or their, their right. normal size top hat. Pats normal them, for them. The <laughs> fixes, fixes the top hat. Pancake? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Vegan pancakes. There's no butter involved, so you can have it. As long as there's vegan ones, yeah. Yeah, Finland, <laughs> Finland and, and Robin can have them. There's there's no animal products involved in I can have I can have, I'll eat cheese and stuff. I can eat that. Just yeah. not when... Not when uh, minotaurs are serving it. Yeah. They're lactose intolerant. Yeah. But we all know maple syrup is a perfectly good vegan uh, food. And it's practically a soup on the plate now. <laughs> so I'd say after Aster finished, like, Anxiety putting sugar. all the stuff away, they went back up to their room to, like, change uh, into their adventuring gear and grab their bags. And they like walk back down, they, they march themselves back down, eat some more of the food, mingle. <laughs> True question, do we recognize after in adventuring gear? It's the same shit that they've always worn their they hairs up in a bun. Like, their adventuring oh, now, gear is now, literally now, their normal outfit. Like, who's that? That kind of looks like after. <laughs> their adventuring gear is the same shit they always wear when, like, when you guys were out doing, like, when we were out in the woods, that's what Aster is wearing. That was their adventure gear. <laughs> Stuff that can get okay. dirty. Yes. Good luck. Good Except luck for the with, boots, apparently. Good luck with where you are going and stay safe. And I hope that you find what you are looking for. Me too. Eh, the group hug. Group hug. Thank you for being a friend. Whistler just comes up behind Aster and like picks him up into the group hug. The friends will be friends will be friends by Queen playing in the background. Yeah. So you're having this big group hug. I'm not gonna try to ruin that vibe. But are you also yeah? Are you also gonna decide when you're going to leave for the next portal? Are you going to talk, talk, chat about I'm that? I'm figuring... Well, ready to go. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, because that could get into a longer discussion, that we might save it for basically sitting back down at the table. Okay. And then being like, what's the plan? Because I feel like knowing this crew, that could be a 20-minute conversation. <laughs> yeah. So Aster... Well, now you Aster don't have Aster up... to disagree with you guys anymore. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Aster picks up their bags and uh, heads out of cream. Uh, Aster, you head to um, the Emerald Protectors. Um, you can talk with Keita there, so she is the head of the research division, and so she can help you with... Um, uh, there are some places in the Emerald Wield where the veil between the lines between the Pliant Material and the Feywild are sometimes very easily traversed. And she will give you a map for where those are. And so you can go find your way to one of those, like, small... And it's, like, it's not, like, a portal like you guys have been going through. But she gives you, like, she said... She, she's like, oh, um, okay, you're traveling to the Feywild. And here, take this. And she gives you... It's, um... It's a... It's basically, like, a five-stranded braid of grass. But each grass is a different color. There's, like, purple grass. 
and blue grass and yellow grass and like a hot pink grass. It's like all these different color grasses. And she goes, um, um, so this is where we know, uh, like if it's basically, you know, what a fairy circle is, right? The mushrooms and the circle and all that stuff. Uh, a lot of times fairy circles are there for a reason because they come over and well, anyway, but, um, take this and she gives you this, uh, little, um, trinket of, you know, braided grass. And she goes, um, if you have this on you and she basically gives you a few words to say, she goes, if you say that, and then the, you'll see like the veil lift and shift and you should be able to enter the Feywild. Now, I can't tell you where exactly you're going to end up in the Feywild. You're just going to be on that plane, but um, good luck, I guess. <laughs> uh, thanks. And Astrolite like, gives uh, Kita a hug as well. Oh, okay. And She's very short. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Aster kneels. Yeah. They they accommodate for height differences. Yeah, she's a halfling, so she's like, okay, she doesn't mind just like hugging you and like putting yeah. her hands like right around your waist. She doesn't mind doing that. She's fine. Uh, Aster likes real hugs. Okay. And <laughs> Aster uh, heads out and like marches their way, their butt up there, back into the. So Aster goes back in the Emerald Wheel to go find these fairy circles with all their stuff, and then the yes. other five of you. Um, are still eating pancakes and steak and eggs and bacon and having whiskey and coffee and tea. It's it's quite a brunch you folks are having um, here at Cream. Uh, and next we meet, that's where we're going to pick up. And I will figure out a way to introduce Annika's new character. Yes. It's going to be fun. Yes. I have kind of an idea. So um, I'll be chatting with Annika uh, yes. while we are uh, and then off, I off screen. Yes. No spoilers. So excited. Yeah, no spoilers. I, yeah. I I just, I need to figure out other stuff still, because there's one thing I still want to do with my character. So. Well, you've got two weeks to figure it out. So. I know, right? <laughs> um, and I, this is my, this is a perfect time to say, um, it's just like when you're, if, if you're new to playing RPGs, or you haven't played in a while, or whatever, or even if you do play, there's sometimes when you just kind of outgrow a character. Where you're like, this character isn't, you're not vibing with a character. You're like, this character doesn't really fit in this campaign. I thought I was really, really like them. There's no shame in asking your DM if you could choose a new character. Because the reason of the game is to have fun. And you don't want to be stuck with a character you don't like playing for whatever reason. As much as Annika loves Aster and Aster's an awesome character. They just felt like it was Aster's time to go try something else. And that is perfectly valid. And they were like, can I do this? And I said, okay. So that's why we're doing it. Because... We here at Yas, and it should be like this for gaming everywhere, but I know it's not, want our players to have fun. And by our players, I also include me, the DM. <clears throat> because I want to have fun too, damn it. I'm, I, I will say I'm happy. I'm happy with the send-off. Yeah. I'm... So Aster is getting to do what they want to do. Yes. And the rest of the crew is continuing on with their quest. Um... Thank you, everybody, for watching and or listening, however you are consuming this media. Um, thank you for sticking with us. And, um, yeah, don't forget to, if again, if you give uh, our Kofi and uh, Patreon, all that stuff, portion, portions go to uh, our charity of the month. Um, and other... Don't forget cool to buy tracking. merch, guys. And there's merch. <laughs> yeah. Get merch. Um, like and if, subscribe. Yes, yeah, uh, like, like and subscribe. Comment on... Store. Yes. Yeah, go to the coffee. Uh, go to the coffee, go to the shop. Yes. Go, yeah. to, go to the coffee, go to the shop. Yeah. <laughs>
So we have merch. Yeah. We, have, we have we have one very I big know. fan in a three year old that likes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and likes to get get her name shouted out. Please tell the three year old I'm sorry my lights died. I will go charge these batteries. <laughs> we do everything for our three year old fan. Everything we can do, we will yes. do for our three year old fan. Hundred percent. Our most this episode in particular is really targeted. Don't get me yet. Just show her. Just show her the beginning and like, and then like show her the end where we like wave at her and go hi. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. We do it. We're doing this all for you. Oh, she's going to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. We are doing it for everybody else as well. Thank you for watching. Yes. Um, love each other. Better gaming through community. Better community through gaming. All that good stuff. And thanks for watching, everybody. Let's all say Thank bye you. at the same time. Let's go. One, two, two three. <laughs> bye. bye.